This is Times Radio Breakfast. Good morning, it's 20 past seven. Now, a Trump-era policy which made it easier to stop migrants crossing into the US expired just over two hours ago. The deadline led to tens of thousands of people gathering on the US-Mexico border. Mary Beth Sheridan is a correspondent with The Washington Post. I am a few miles from the border. I'm on the Texas side right now, but in the last 24 hours... Um, I was in Matamoros on the other side, the Mexican side, and it was a fairly chaotic day. What you saw were hundreds of migrants who were worried that with the change in the immigration law, it will be harder to gain asylum. So they were um, throwing themselves into the Rio Grande, uh, uh, which is sort of about maybe 100 meters, say, from the Mexican side to the U.S. side. And they were um, carrying children on their shoulders, carrying plastic bags of clothes and trying to wade to the other side and give themselves in and start their asylum process. Well, let's go live to Mexico's southern border and speak to Latin American correspondent John Bonfilio. Good morning. Good morning. Are we getting a picture of what's happening on the border or what has happened in the last couple of hours? Yeah, I mean, it's actually been strangely tranquil. I mean, I understand what Mary Beth uh, Sheridan has said about the Rio Grande area around Texas. A number of towns that declared a state of emergency earlier on this week because of the expected surge of migrants um, and certainly numbers of uh, what, are, what are called encounters have gone up from an average of 7,000 to, to 10,000, but certainly not the expected surge of migrants, which was which everybody feared was going to take place. Certainly in towns like Reynosa this evening, uh, things are eerily quiet. In the usual hotspots of El Paso and Tijuana further to the west, for sure, migrant camps are uneasy. There is apprehension there, uncertainty as to what uh, is coming next. But for sure... Uh, the human crisis that people worried was going to unfold on the US-Mexico border today, tonight, now, hasn't unfolded. And just remind us what that um, legislation brought in by President Trump did and why it's expired now. So this was uh, now famous Title 42 COVID-era policy, which basically allowed for immediate expulsion of migrants, asylum seekers, on public health grounds. It meant that anybody who was crossing the border could be immediately uh, deported. Uh, it's expired now because it's just to some extent, I mean, to some extent, when it was brought in in the first place, it wasn't really a, a COVID policy. It was uh, one of those policies that was brought in uh, uneasily in order to achieve something in terms of mission creep, but it, it's basically expired because it had to come to an end at some point. And actually, the Biden administration has been quite happy to uh, to keep it running on for as long as possible because uh, the finger of blame has been able to be continually pointed at, at Donald Trump. But actually, the the uh, the, the freezing, the, the breaking of uh, border entries. Um, has been something which the Biden administration has been desperate to uh, to keep a lid on. Mm. And 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 such such a case on Wednesday, they brought in strict new legislation, didn't they? Actually, well, banning people from applying for asylum if they cross illegally. This is really interesting because, uh, to some extent, these aren't. I mean, there is a new policy, if you like, which is that anyone illegally trying to cross into the US is automatically ineligible for asylum or migration. So they're basically trying to uh, kick this problem overseas into other countries by establishing overseas application centers at the moment in Guatemala and Colombia. So if you want to seek asylum or 
uh, or want to migrate to the US, you have to apply at some of these centers. You are ineligible if you cross the border. There are other policies which are in place prior to this, pre-pandemic policies, such as the fact that the, the, the famously uh, titled safe third country policy, whereby if you wanted to seek asylum in the US and you were crossing in inverted commas a safe third country, you had to seek asylum in that country, which basically meant that anybody in the world who isn't Mexican uh, wasn't allowed to seek asylum in in the US. Fundamentally, however, there is, it's uh, uh, <laughs> uncontroversial to say, an unholy mess at the US-Mexico border, which is confusing to, to everybody, including Customs and Border Patrol officers who uh, have, uh, in the last 24 hours, also been letting some, some families in, contrary to what is being stated by the federal government. And of course, there are huge delays in the processing of asylum applications anyway in the US. And this is going to play out as be a, a big issue, isn't it, in the US presidential election over the next 18 months? Absolutely. We can expect for this. Not, this is uh, undoubtedly not just a, a local human uh, case study story crisis at the US-Mexico border and elsewhere, but is also a massive political uh, situation which is going to run and run and run. Also worth saying that I think that, that the US-Mexico border is a conflagration of issues which happen elsewhere internationally and around the world. I mean, just if you look at the Venezuelan migration situation over the last few years, that is the greatest displacement of people in the history of the Americas. And of course, there's massive flashpoints there, but all of these problems then end up existing and re-emerging on the US-Mexico border. Okay, John, thank you ever so much for bringing us up to date on that. No problem. Take, Take care, and indeed for staying up incredibly late. That is John Bonfilio, who is uh, live on the Mexico southern border. He's a Latin American correspondent. So moving your issues with border crossings to another country. Feels familiar, doesn't it, in a way? <laughs> I've heard that one before, somehow. Um, uh, some big news.